You're listening to audio from Cornerstone Church. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Let's jump in. Hey guys, how you doing? We're bumping over from video to live here, so hope everybody's doing well. Trying to get online myself here and uh, try to keep up with some of you guys. So I hope everyone's having a great Mother's Day. Uh, If you hadn't already said thanks to your mom, you probably should do so. And um, man, encourage them on Mother's Day. Tell them thank you for bringing you into this world and not taking you out. So, hey, look, we're going to have a great time today. I brought Haley with me, my wonderful wife. So she's going to be sharing uh, the message this morning. And so I'm really excited about that. I promise her I'm not going to interject too much. Might throw off. Okay. And what? And what? <laughs> she's nervous because she says, I don't know what you're going to say. And I, and I don't know what I'm going to say either. I kept asking him and he just smiled. So it's like. <laughs> Because I, I don't know mean? exactly what I'm going to say. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> well, we'll find out. We'll we? find out here in a, in a little bit. So I'm going to try and do something I haven't got a chance to do yet. So while you're teaching something, I'm going to try to keep up with everybody on here a little bit. Um, I wish I could uh, show you guys what's in here in the room. Uh, I think Joey is going to show something. I don't know if, he, if he's put it up before already or if it's coming up next, but... So our elders are in here with us in the room like each week, and obviously the room's empty outside of our elders, but and their wives are here, and so this is wonderful. I get to see their faces, and in the midst of them, there's a sea of poster people that go to our church, and uh, some of their faces are actually here. Like down front, I got uh, I got Corey Rowland and his family is sitting right here in the front over here. To my right, I got Steve and Deanna uh, Holsinger over here, and there's all kind of people who definitely love me. I can tell you love me because there's Reese's all over the place, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to have, I'm not going to tell my kids that these are out here. And so before Haley starts, uh, I just want to say thanks for joining us today at Cornerstone Church. And um, man, if you've uh, enjoyed these messages and enjoyed this time, be sure to just communicate to people that are on there. Let them know that you're on right now. Let them know you're watching. Let us know if there's anything we can pray for you about and anything we can do for you. And the other thing is, like, if our kids come running in at any moment, just understand they're backstage right now. So as we preach, they're supposed to stay back there. But if you hear the pitter-patter of little feet and a head come out from behind that wall, you know, we're just going to roll with it, okay? So, so there you go. So anyway, so babe, thanks for coming and sharing with us today. I'm glad to be here. Instead of watching on the TV, you're now on TV. Yes, I was. Um, I don't know if I was excited or... I don't, to actually get up and get dressed this morning, it was a new, I felt like it was like new all over again, so um, it's nice though, it's nice to be here. We had to get kids ready, be somewhere, it was kind of strange. It, it was strange. But they did pretty good, you know, they did really good, they got their shoes on, you know, well, they got their shoes on, they got everything pretty well done. Yeah. The little one is, uh, you'd be proud to know, for Mother's Day, so they're back there trying to think of all kind of stuff to do for you, and... <laughs> So the little one uh, just told me, first of all, her first idea was to take you to get donuts hmm. from Dunkin' Donuts. That was her first idea. Mommy loves donuts. I'm like, no, I think you love donuts. So then she just told me as I was leaving the room, I said, okay, we're going live. I need you guys to be quiet. Shut the door. She looks at me. She goes, Dad, I know what we can do. We can take Mommy to get her favorite coffee at Star Wars. At Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> That's what she calls it. It's Starbucks. It's Star Wars. So, you know what? She knows you well, babe. She does know you well. (laughs) She does. So, hey, well, thanks for being here and doing this. And uh, you are a wonderful mom. Thanks for doing this. Every year you preach on Mother's Day. And, you know, it should be a day where you just don't do anything. But so many people love to hear you preach and share on this day. And 
I think you did such a great job with it, and you always have great messages and content. And people always tell me how much they love you, so I'm so happy for you to be here with me and doing this. And well, then they tell me afterwards <laughs> that they love me too. Oh, good. Well, I think a lot of it is, um, you know, we were trying to find a video, like talking about Mother's Day or something, you know, just some fun little video. Mm. And they're like, none of them were realistic. (laughs) And so they're like, oh, perfect. And so I think that's what people appreciate is that we're not perfect, maybe. I'm hoping. I was going to play this one video. (laughs) I showed it to her and I was going to play this video and it was about these moms who, I swear, like this one mom, she came onto the scene, they had on video, she came onto the scene and her dining room table was there and it was all like organized. Everything was great. So she just moves everything out of the way and puts a new table in and becomes an educator. And on the wall, there's the world maps. There's spelling charts. There's arithmetic table. All this stuff, like, they, I don't know. I mean, that's... We can't even keep the markers and the color pencil separate. So <laughs> we're, just, we're just doing the best we can. <laughs> I mean, we're oh, learning. Man. But, you know, organization all, all, might not All of a sudden, it. Teacher Appreciation Week just went to all new high. People are going to love when people go to school. Teachers, you're going to get more than apples and, like, gift cards. They're probably, like, bringing you steak dinners, so... Thank God for teachers, man. Y'all are great. Yeah. So we're going to get started. So um, she's got a great message, and I'm going to just interject when <laughs> hopefully not needed. Well. I'll, I'll, I'll do it occasionally, but I won't do it too much. But I'll try to communicate with people here. And if you have any questions that you want to ask Haley, right now is a great time. You can send it, and I'll see if there's anything <laughs> that, okay. you, that you want to ask try. her. I'll try. <laughs> All right, babe. Well, let's okay. get started then. Well, and, uh, okay. What are you going to um, share? Well, so as I was thinking about Mother's Day, you know, we're in a totally different season right now than we've ever been before. And um, it just sort of really reminded me of all the people in my life um, that have gone before me that I know that I can look to and really appreciate what they've taught me, what, um, and it may be, you know, you know, I always joke that I really do have the best parents in the world. Um, so naturally I have the best mom in the world. And so, um, so happy mother's day, mom. And, um, I was thinking, I I will, she's at the lake and the reception is not great, but hopefully you can see this. (laughs) So, um, but there are a few things that I just remember that my mom would just say to me very often and one that, so I've put three down. The first one is she would always say, you're my horse. If you never win a race, uh, which I I sometimes was a little conflicted about because I, I, (laughs) I wanted to win a race, you know, so, but, but I was thankful that I was her horse anyway. And then, um, she would say, like, if somebody would, like, be rude to me or something, she would say, obviously, they must not know who your mama is. Yeah. And that would always make me feel better, you know. I knew she wouldn't, like, well, she might say something, but I knew she wouldn't do anything too drastic, um, but I knew she was behind There's me. There's always that chance, though. There was a you chance. Don't know, she might. <laughs> don't always push that mama too far. <laughs> yes. Um, and then this one, I, I promise it will be okay. It will pass. And, you know, I, I always wondered, like, how does she know that? Because in the moment, I didn't know that. It was like, you know, it could be world falling apart to me. And she would just say, it will be okay. It will pass. It could be a, a mistake that I made or, or something that I needed to correct or just a bad situation. And I would think, how in the world does she know that? But at the same time, I believed her. I, I knew that she really believed it, and I believed her. And... Um, so I was just thinking about that 
you know, this week and how people that have gone before us can have faith in us because they have been through so much themselves and they've made it. And so if they can make it, they know we can make it. And so I just really appreciate um, the people that have faith in us. And so my mom um, didn't, she didn't live like the easiest life as far as growing up because her, her dad was a hard worker and he was a businessman. Like he knew how to build a business. Um, and so therefore she worked a lot. And um, he, he, my grandfather is a, a, a wild card. He, um, he was very interesting and he just believed that anything was possible. And he kind of reminds me though of Peter in the Bible. Mm. You know, when, um, let's see, I think I'll put it down. Luke um, chapter 22 in verse 31, this is where Jesus was telling Peter, um, but before he went to the cross, he was saying, you know, you're going to deny me. Or he was talking about they would be scattered. But he said, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. And so I just love the fact that Jesus knew that he was going to fail, but he also, he prayed for him, but he also knew that he would turn back. He knew, like, yes, you're going to make a mistake, but you'll come back. And when you do, you'll be able to strengthen others. And so I think, you know, even when people have a hard life and they're going through tough times, like my grandfather, you know, he, he knew how to build a business and then he knew how to make mistakes that would cost him everything. And so my mom saw that, um, and she, he always got back up. He always <clears throat> rebuilt, and um, he had a big baking company at one time. He's till his 80s, I think. He was still making pies, and then he owned a restaurant, and it burned down one time. Well, who do you think built it back up? Him and his daughters. And so um, it's, it's interesting to hear my mom talk about her life now and how you know, that person when she was younger seems like a whole different person. Like that life is gone. And it almost seems since she was born again, it almost seems like she's a totally different person. But yet God has been able to take those things that she learned during that season and use it for his good. And so I, I love that people that have gone before us come alongside us and have faith in us to know that whether we make mistakes or um, we're going through something tough that we we can make it through because mm. they've made it through. So we should have brought um, <clears throat> we should have brought some pictures <clears throat> of yes. your grandfather's stuff and, and yes. seen. I remember when we went to school, he said, uh, out in Oklahoma, he said, <laughs> make sure to tell you. He was like telling you, make sure you go talk to the people at the Bama Pie Company. They'll get you a job out there. You know, like he knew the people at the company. Out in, I'm like, how do you yes. know? These people out at the corporate Bama Pie Company in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but mm-hmm. pretty amazing, pretty amazing guy. Yeah, he, he really was. Yeah. He really was a pretty amazing. We'll have to bring some pictures next time and show that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, now looking at my mom, if you know her, you know that she has a, um, a love of life. She lives every day to the fullest. She's a hard worker. She's determined. And we can credit that a lot to her father, um, but you know the Lord takes what we've learned from difficult situations, and He helps us, and He um, 
helps us have that endurance to keep going. So Absolutely. I'm thankful for, for Peter, too, that he was able to get through that and didn't quit, you know. Um, even though he knew he had made a mistake, you know, Jesus came back and said, do you love me? And he's like, of course I do. And he was able then to strengthen other people. And, and as you read in the New Testament, he's encouraging people to make it through their trials because it will create endurance and perseverance. And so, um, yeah, just That's cool. a, a good example to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so as we go into this, um, some of the thoughts that you had, like people go before us, mm-hmm. you know, they have faith in us, right? Mm-hmm. And then what's well, something else that when you think about that, um, another thought that you had on here we talked about a little bit is that the fact that they're what? They're they are creative and generous. Creative and generous, yeah. Yeah. I, just, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it, when you look at um, a lot of the people in my life, um, like I say, it could be your, your biological mom, but it might not be. God puts a lot of people in our life that um, help us grow. And we need each other. And um, so I, I often look at people in my life and I see how creative and how generous they are. Um, and so one of those is your grandmother. Mm. Um, so when this whole thing started, things from the grocery store sort of started disappearing. <laughs> things that, you know, Crazy usually are stuff. quite easy to get, like pasta and rice. And, you know, the things that I'm like, oh, well, we can make that go a long way. And then there's not any at the store. So you're like, well, we can't make that go a long way because we don't have any. And um, one of the first things, even my mom said this, she's like, well, we can talk to Jody's grandmother because she knows how to stretch a meal. You know, she knows how to not waste things. And, you know, her her parents taught her that. Her mom, you know, went through really tough times. And she grew up understanding that you don't waste things and how to make something, a great meal out of what I would see as like nothing in the cabinets. And she can take anything and make a wonderful meal from it. And I'm amazed. And so I I had confidence that we would be okay because we knew someone that um, had such creative skills in that area. And then, you know, I also think about my dad's mom. Um, She... Um, she had a brain aneurysm, and but before that, even he would tell me stories of, uh, about like Christmases and and how you know they couldn't afford to go get a Christmas tree like we do, or you know buy all kinds of decorations. But she would go cut the top out of a, a pine tree, and um, you know she would build her own, go find her own rocks to make a fire pit, and she was just really creative and. Um, as I got older, as she got older, she um, still, you know, it wasn't something she could just go out and just buy a lot of stuff for the grandkids. But she would save her cardboard, like, from cereal boxes or whatever, mm-hmm. and would make these elaborate <laughs> butterflies. She absolutely out of cereal boxes. Out of Crazy. any kind of cardboard, we had to save our cardboard for her, you know. And she would make these elaborate, she loved butterflies, and she would make these elaborate butterflies, just spend all this time making cardboard butterflies for us. And, you know, um, it was really special because you knew that she took her time and she used her creativity and put her love into these butterflies. And so 
you know, often we think we have to go out and do, have like the name brand and do everything just so make it Pinterest worthy or, mm -hmm. you know, Facebook worthy. But it's really, you know, when we look at so many people in our lives, I'm grateful that they've taught us that it's not about that, that mm -hmm. it's about loving people and doing the best you can. And um, she could make things special with nothing. And so that reminds me of um, in, <clears throat> in Exodus where, you know, the Lord was telling the Israelites how to, to get started with the tabernacle, with the tent of meeting. And so it was voluntary. You didn't have to give, but there was, you know, this, it was put out there, the opportunity to give what you had, whether it was gold, silver, acacia wood, whatever you had that were, was needed for this um, tent of meeting. And I just love this um, part in Exodus 35 in verse 24. It says, And all who had silver and bronze objects gave them as a sacred offering to the Lord. And those who had acacia wood brought it for use in the project. All the women who were skilled in sewing and spinning prepared blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine linen cloth. And all the women who are willing used their skills to spin the goat hair into yarn. Now, um, the New English translation, I love this in verse 26. It says, and all the women, so same, it's verse 26. And all the women whose heart stirred them to action and who were skilled spun goat's hair. And I just love that because you you know, God gives us our gifts anyway. Everything, every talent we have, every gift we have, every object we have, he has given it to us. And so um, to see women in my life, especially once they really know the Lord, to be able to take that gifting and, and use it in a creative and godly way, um, you can see hearts being stirred to action and we've seen that a lot lately with, you know, the mask. We have Miss Carolyn here that made some really cute masks for people. And um, that's a skill, though. Her heart was stirred to do that. And just people using their skills to, to make the world better and to really show who God is. And then I love this in Exodus 38.8. It was talking about building the wash basin. And it says, Bezalel made the bronze wash basin and its bronze stand from bronze mirrors donated by the women who served at the entrance of the tabernacle. And so this was something, you know, we have tons of mirrors in our home, something that we can get readily available to us. Um, but back then, it, that wasn't really the case. But they had been in Egypt and there were mirrors in Egypt. And um, so these women had mirrors. And so... A lot of, you know, something that they had that they used to better themselves, to make themselves look better. Um, often, like we're talking about making things Pinterest-worthy, we want to make ourselves look better. You know, we want to put out this portrait, this idea that we have it together or whatever. And um, so a mirror is something we use. You know, we would, I put this nice, you know, mask on my face in the morning so that when I get on the video, I'm not, you know, I don't like I just rolled out of bed, but I use a mirror for that. And so, but a lot of the women in my life, I can say, have taken, given up making themselves look better in order to benefit 
me and my family, to tell me the honest truth, the raw truth, to show me what life is really like and that I'm okay, you know, and that I'm normal. And so, you know, these women that were willing to give up what they used to make themselves look better to benefit the Lord's people and to glorify him and to honor him. I, I see a lot of women in my life that do that. Um, a lot of women in our church I see on a continual basis do that. And I'm very grateful that um, for those people in my life. It's a lot of sacrifice. <clears throat> I was thinking yeah. everything you read there, like how many different verses and how many different points you made, how much sacrifice like moms give up, you know, that uh, sometimes you don't think about it, but that, you know, moms give up a lot of stuff. Women give up a lot for for a lot of different things. Great examples there of, of that. And I agree mm-hmm. so much, so much so that, um, I mean, especially part about being creative. I think sometimes people think about being artists and what I love about, like, even in here with all these posters, <clears throat> there are mm-hmm. some of you guys who like really, uh, either you went to art school or you just have a natural gifting. Others of you wrote creative statements. Others of you took candy and glued it to poster boards, which I'm going to eat later. <laughs> and then, I mean, it's just variety. You can see the beauty of creativity that yeah. um, whenever you give up something, it doesn't mean that maybe you, you know, maybe you can't sew, maybe you can't draw. Mm-hmm. It's not the, the creativity side. It's all about using how God's gifted you in mm-hmm. your creativity. You could be creative with a number of different ways. And I love that. I just think it's cool what mm-hmm. you said, how that. They were creative in how they did that, and very generous at the same time. Mm-hmm. Two beautiful qualities there. So, and the last thing we were talking about um, last night is, um, as we were just looking over the notes, this one is very, I think, very, uh, very important, especially for all mm-hmm. of us. But um, I know we're going to talk about it aside from women, but um, but they point us to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <clears throat> yeah, it. You know. I'm, I'm just grateful for all of the people in my life that throughout different seasons of my life, the Lord has put it, I think the Lord has placed them strategically to help me see him and to point me to him. Um, and so I was just thinking through some of the people that, you know, when I was r- really young, um, there was a, a sweet lady and she, I mean, I still see her today um, sometimes and she, uh, her name is Connie Kahn, and it, what would probably seem something so small to her, I don't even remember if it was Sunday school or in like a little camp, but she taught me this song, um, I Love Jesus Better Than Ice Cream, and ice cream was very good. <laughs> and you would think that I wouldn't remember that, but I do. Yeah. And I will never forget her or the song because she took the time to teach me that and really talked about, you know, we can love things in life, but... Jesus is most important, and that seems, you know, that just seems insignificant, and probably to her at the moment it was, but here I am, I won't tell you how, (laughs) 30-something years later, and um, I still remember her, and I still remember singing that song and feeling so happy, and um, the little things are important, yes. She would. And so um, I think about her, and then I think about, um, you know, uh, Sandra Green. Sandra she Green. She kept me from the time I was three weeks old, and she's all, always taught me, you know. She was my uh, babysitter. My mom did have to work a lot, and um, so she always taught me to put God first. And then I think about um, even the FCA leaders that I've had growing up in high school, 
you know, these, these high school girls that were willing to put in younger middle school girls um, to say purity's important, you know? It's okay to wait. It's okay, like, in fact, it's beautiful. And so those girls were really in, I mean, I still remember some of their faces and them talking and saying, look, it is beautiful to love God first, mm. and then he will help you, you know, along your journey in, in marriage and um, and in life. And so I'm really grateful for, for even FCA leaders, and they do not know who I am probably right now. They could not say my name, but I remember them, and I remember that they took the time to make being a Christian in middle school cool, you know. It may not have been cool to everybody, but it was cool to them, and that was that was big to me. Um, and then, of course, all the women, you know, in our church and you know, on my leadership team that are constantly, you know, it's, it's interesting how the Lord will put the right people in your life at the right time, right yeah. when you need it, to give you the wisdom that you need um, for that moment. And, um, you know, a lot of times we don't put ourselves out there because we have a past or we have things we're not proud of. And. So um, with this, I was thinking about the one, the Samaritan woman at the well. Mm. And you remember Jesus went and um, he was asking her for a drink. And she's like, you know, I'm a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? I'm trying to paraphrase this, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so he, she, the whole story is going on. And, and I've always thought about how, you know, Jesus showed up for her and that's true. But the whole story really starts with his thirst his thirst really for her. And it it's interesting because, you know, we find out in the story um, that she had five husbands and then the man that she's living with is not her husband. And she was a very talented woman, if you think about it. I mean, to get five husbands and then she's got another one. I mean, like she used her giftings. I mean, I'm just saying she hey, was man. gifted somehow. Got, so I mean, she had some influence, obviously. <laughs> I mean, so I'm thinking about this this uh, gifting and how so many times we do see gift, people have giftings that are just used um, not the way they were meant to be used, you know. And so, um, but then when she read the, met the right man, he knew what she was gifted in. And so he knew that her influence would go spread his name through that whole area. And so if you read on, it says um, towards the end of the, let's see, towards the end of it. So just in case you're going to look it up, it's in John chapter 4, verse 1 through 30. But um, I love this at the end because it says, it's verse 28. The woman left her water jar beside the well and ran back to the village, telling everyone, come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could he possibly be the Messiah? So the people came streaming from the village to see him. People came streaming. And so in that instance, once she met Jesus, this this gifting and this talent that she had used to try to fill a a void in her life, you know, one man after another, um, the Lord knew what she was gifted in. And he was thirsty that she, you know, for her to use those, those giftings and those talents in the right way and for him. And, and I just love that, that 
you can you can see this transition where now she's using her influence to really spread the good news really quickly, and um, so I think you know it's it, it's so um, good to realize that God can take our past even if we think it as ugly or um, wow that was some really bad mistakes or I was using my giftings the wrong way or you know whatever, but God can in an instant turn that around and he can show you what your gifting is and help you see how it can be used for um, his glory. And so I just have so many women in my life to thank that um, despite their past, they, they still sowed into me and um, I'm grateful. I'm just grateful today um, as mother day is here. I'm just really grateful for the people that took the time to um, encourage me to speak into my life, to tell me their real life stories, um, and to see that they made it, and to give me hope and encouragement. Sometimes when I really, really need it and feel like a failure, you know. And um, so, um, I just feel like today, especially in all that we're seeing, you know, it's really good to be grateful for those that have gone before us and can teach us and. Because they've made it, we know we can too. Mm-hmm. Well, absolutely. Well, I think that's great. I think that <clears throat> I think more people, if they shared that, that um, those kind of things, it helps because people um, they see that that it's it's real. Versus, like you said, the video we watched that was like this all put together, a bunch of moms that got together and said, you know, it was almost like their like best Pinterest post ever in video format, like. There's no possible way you're in this doing that. Yeah, there was this one part I did. I thought, well, now that was a good idea. Um, she took, like, I think it was paper towels, and she literally got a saw and sawed it in half. And that I was thought, funny. Now that that's was... a good idea. Because like, um, it took me a while to get, like, paper towels were out for a while. We were struggling. and She, so, she converted it for toilet um, paper, though. I is think. that what it was? Oh, I think so. Maybe. But, but I don't still, know. that works for paper towels, because I don't know about all you yeah. guys at home, but if you got kids... Like, man, I swear we bought, um, uh, we weren't hoarding paper towels, I promise you, but your kids are going through so many paper towels that we were like, where, we started hiding them, man. It's like, you know, really we, we, then we hide a few things. Then we hide M&M peanuts. We hide those. We don't let the kids know where that is because they'll eat them all up. We hide, we bake certain things, leave them out. It's like, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, piranhas, man. And it's gone. There's nothing left, but, you know, anyway, so, <clears throat> but, I think it's great. I think when people hear that, they see the real truth. And hopefully today that you um, you get the idea that what, um, as moms and as, as everyone that's watching right now, that you know, just because people have had a past, just because people have gone through things in life, as Christians, um, it's great that we can rejoice in the fact that we are people of faith, that we are believers, that we can, we can kind of hang our hat on the righteousness of God in Christ that we have. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that, you know what, um, it's good to share sometimes what you've been through with people because sometimes people come to church, they watch this online right now, they may be seeing things and they watch somebody say, oh, you know, wow, they posted a scripture. Well, maybe they looked it up before they posted it. They, they may not know that scripture all the way. Like sometimes we think that everyone in the church is like, man, they've got their life together. No, they're working through their life just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage you today with that, that no matter what's happened in your past, that you know, people can learn from you. God can use you mightily going forward. 
And um, just let him redeem the giftings that you have and the talents that God has given you. And use it now for his kingdom. That's, um, we were watching the, what's the name of the thing? The Chosen, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> we got late to the party on this, I guess. But um, we started watching this. And, and one of the things we see that I told her I love how they are, um, are adding, not, not from a sense, and I know there's some people who don't like this when it happens, but it doesn't bother me. The intent is to show you what could be and where this story had, could have been going and why. Because you only have so much of the verse in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I love how they're displaying Peter as a real dude with real issues. Matthew as a real guy. Like these people had real mm -hmm. issues. And they were not just like a tax collector that Jesus found. And he was like this kind of semi-put-together guy. No, these guys were in trouble big time. I love that because that's how each of us were. And I think the more that we can explain that to people, the more attractive the gospel is because they see that we are real people that have had a real life change through Christ. And we were not just put together people that found Jesus in a Pinterest moment. Life is messy. Life is very messy. Mm -hmm. It's very messy. And I think it's okay to say that. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it. You know, I was cutting up because <laughs> she's getting ready this morning and Julie Kate is like our middle one that it will say anything. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. If she ever says anything to you and you feel offended, I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. She's speaking truth to you, like it or not, man. And so Haley's getting ready. And she's learning how to kind of say things a little differently now, but she's getting ready. And she says to her as she's doing her hair, she goes, Mom, uh, how do you say it? I, I don't. I can't remember. I th she said, I don't. Um, Why? Is this, oh, first, she's, is this a good time to curl your hair? Is this a good time to curl your hair? <laughs> And she says to her... I'm not sure. She said, well, I like it better straight. I like it better straight, as it's already curled. I was like half curled. <laughs> well, too late now. <laughs> we can't go like this, you know. So. But then she says, but then she says, but I like it straight, too. It's not that I don't like it straight. I just like... No, I, I like it curled, too. It's not that I don't like it curled. Yeah, she, I she just came, like it straight. Well, she left the room and, and thought about it. And then she came and back came and back, said that. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, she, thank you. You know, speaks the truth in love. Appreciate that you're interested in my hair today. Totally so that's, speaks the truth in love. You know, yeah. So anyway, so maybe, um, maybe you're there at your house, man. We just want to take the time today just to think through some of this, and as far as in your life, and maybe you're you're struggling with the past that you feel like maybe, well, how can God use it? And um, man, I've had people address me with things and say, well, your past and this and that. And they keep bringing it up to you. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're at home and you're thinking about that right now. That your past is too difficult for God to use. I just want to encourage you right now that that is not true, that God took really rough people in the Bible and changed their lives. These mm -hmm. folks in the Bible were not like put together really well manicured people. They had all had issues. And so um, I just want to take the time to pray for you today. If you're at home and maybe you're as a mom or maybe as a, a daughter or a son that maybe, you know, may not even know your mom, may not know where or the relationship may not be there. I, I don't know what it is, but I can just assure you this, that God is a God of, of redemption and a God of restoration. You may not ever have that relationship like what Haley talked about with her mom, but you can have a relationship with God, and he can be to you um, that void that maybe you have in your life right now. So I want to take a moment to pray for you. If you're there at home, would you just take a moment there and just uh, just pray with us as as I'll lead you in a prayer, and if you're there and you say, well, man, I don't know Christ, I don't know Jesus, I've never accepted Christ, I want to take a moment to pray with you. And everybody online right now will be praying for you as well. Every Christian right now that's watching this, if you don't mind praying 
for the people that are online right now. And yep. if you could, I'm sorry, going to interrupt, but no. I'm just going to see if, when you pray, could you pray? Because I know there's a lot of people out there that um, don't have a mother mm -hmm. um, in their life, and maybe they don't even feel like they have, you know, someone that's not a biological mom that's like a mom in their life. And, you know, maybe we could pray for that, that yeah, God sure. would send the right person for them, you know, that can pour into yeah. them. Yeah. Why don't you pray for that, and okay. then I'll pray for um, some salvations and stuff. Okay. Why don't you pray for that? I will. Lord, I just thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for um, people that you put in our life, Lord, that we, um, you knew we would listen to, that you knew had the influence in our life. And I just pray for everyone listening today, Lord, that whether it's they're listening right now or they're, they're listening on a different day, Lord, I pray for each and every person that, Lord, you would put the right people in their path, that you would put the people that they need to hear, that they would listen to, Lord, and that would be such an encouragement to them and, um, you know, have like things that they can be in common with, Lord. I just thank you, Father, that you would send laborers across their path that um, would be willing to sow into their life. And I'm just so grateful that we know you do that, that you fill in gaps when it comes to family. You fill in gaps that maybe, you know, um, earthly in our regular families, maybe there are just places that we feel like are missing, but you fill in those places, Lord. And so I just thank you right now that you will fill in those places that people are desiring um, to have in their life. And I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I just pray for uh, those that <clears throat> may be watching right now that they don't know you. They're, they don't have a relationship with you right now, and they're listening to what uh, Haley was talking about today from the standpoint of, of life in general, and I just pray that if they're there, that God, today they would learn, they would just give their life to you. They would <clears throat> accept you as their Savior today. And so, uh, while you're there, just in your home, I'm going to pray for you. Everyone else is going to pray for you. And I just want you to repeat this after me. It's just a prayer of faith to Jesus and um, just a surrender to Him right now. So, just at home, right where you are, just repeat this after me. Just say, Dear Jesus, I come to you today, I to and I yourself. give you my life. I surrender everything today, and I ask you, Jesus, to forgive me, to cleanse me of all unrighteousness, and to be my Lord. Jesus, I surrender all to you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And if you prayed that prayer, we're so proud of you today. And everybody online right now, come on, give them some love right now. Throw up some hearts, and there's our elders are clapping for you, like, you know... It may sound like five people, it's because that's what it is right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, but everybody online, throw them up some love right now. Give us some hearts and some thumbs ups and whatever else the little thing will do right there. Just let them know how much you love and appreciate them. And if you prayed that prayer right now, would you just let us know online? There's a post, different post that our team is putting out there for you right now. But you can simply go to connect.cornerstonerome.com and let us know, man, if you made that decision today. We just want to help you get started walking with Christ and help you get some materials to help you become a disciple in Jesus and then um, and help you get moving forward. And listen, we're praying for you guys, and I know this is so uh, different in a sense, but I think everybody's kind of getting used to it a little bit. We're kind of learning some things differently, but uh, we're praying about some things. We're going to be meeting this week with a number of pastors, and we're going to be discussing uh, about our options going forward for the future our elders, we've already met, and we're going to be reviewing our decisions and our prayers by the end of this month just to come up with some what we feel like the Lord is leading us to do. I know many of you uh, miss your church. As I see in all of these signs here, you guys miss, and I do too. It's so 
not uh, normal, I mean, without having everyone here. Um, but just understand that <clears throat> we're praying and we're going to do what we feel led to do is the best for our church. We have a lot of people that we are responsible for, and we want to make sure that we are uh, doing our very best to be good stewards, not only of the resources that God has given us financially that you give every week to, but we are we feel responsible spiritually for leading you as a church, but we also feel in this season responsible um, for what we do in our decisions because it matters. Uh, it just matters to me. I don't I don't want to make the wrong decision, and I don't want to jump early, but I don't want to be late either. So uh, just understand we're praying for that right now. I know you guys are all praying for us, and um, just understand that we want to make sure that when we come to church, everybody can come to church, and we can all enjoy a worship service together. So thanks for praying for us, and we're praying for you guys uh, so much. Be sure to keep plugged in if you're not plugged in with your small group in some way. Uh, if you'll just let us know, again, on connect.cornerstonerome.com, some information there. We can help you in any way and get you connected with a group. If you are outside of relationship right now in our church and maybe you're kind of feeling a little isolated, please let us know. Please do not try to go through this next couple of weeks alone. We want to help you get connected with some people in our church. And, uh, man, I just want to encourage you in that. So, And as always, we love you guys. I want to pray this over you before we go. In Numbers, we speak this blessing of our church every single week and over every single person in our church. This is the blessing from Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. And you, you just had a time of worship with this song, but now we're going to speak this blessing over you. And this goes uh, back with the priests. When the Lord told Moses, he said, tell Aaron and his sons to bless all the people of Israel with this special blessing. And so when we pray this, we're praying over your finances. As you give to the church, maybe you give to the ministry, we're praying that God keeps your finances protected, that he blesses you and he oversees that. And so listen to this blessing right now. It's not just in finances, but it's in family as well. It says, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. And the Bible says, whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, watch this, I myself will bless them. We declare this over you not from a standpoint of a ritual or religious rite. We do it because the Bible says that when we do this, God himself will bless you. And so, man, that is our prayer for you. We love you guys. Can't wait to see you soon. Keep in touch with everybody online here. We'll see you next time. God bless you.